Hello, all my beautiful empaths and my amazing listeners. This is Hooray. Hope you guys are having a fabulous day. And I hope you enjoyed the last episode where we talked about dark empaths. And I know I said that I was going to talk about the Hayoka this time around. But I think I'm going to save that for my next podcast because there's something that I just really want to talk about today. And it's just going to be kind of a little hodgepodge of of some different things and advice and just things that I just really want to share with y'all and especially you know we just had our our seniors graduating and starting off on their new life and and that's another reason why I want to go ahead and put this out today but it is a beautiful day here I am out for the summer woo I've waited a long time for that. <laughs> I haven't had a summer vacation since I don't know when. But it's really nice. I've actually gotten to do stuff like housework and real cooking and <laughs> stuff like that. Because my hubby works too, so sometimes we have some late nights by the time he gets home. And and uh, I'll stop off and get him. And so it's nice just to kind of have a little bit of chill time. But I'm sitting outside my little house right now and it is so sunny and warm but not too warm it's that just right kind of warm you know what I mean where you got the breeze that blows and like I've told y'all I just I said that I had a nice little breeze blow across me it was cool but um you know I have a lot of trees around my house and so it's it's well shaded and it's just it's very peaceful you know I just feel really calm and peaceful and I'm just sitting outside watching my little cats play and I've seen a little squirrel here and there and birds fly overhead it's just like it's really nice and it's just like feeding my soul right now and I had a great morning I dropped heavy off at work and he works in one of the like best places in the world he works in the crystal shop and they've got some new stones in and i just i picked up one of the prettiest pieces of rose quartz and this is like my favorite favorite stone there's so many stones that i love but rose quartz is my absolute favorite and especially for us empaths it's it's a really good one because it's not only a stone of of encouraging love and care and that kind of thing but it's self-love too and a lot of times we forget that which is one reason why I'm doing this podcast. But um, but yeah, so it's, it's what they call a palm stone. And it's about the size of my palm. And it's just got this beautiful, beautiful, pretty pink color. And I love it. So I got my cup of hazelnut mocha coffee. And we are just going to have us a nice talk. Just pretend like you're sitting right here beside me. And, you know, you're drinking whatever you want to drink. And I don't care what it is. If you want to drink out of something alcoholic, you can. If not, that's okay too. <laughs> Whatever you want. But it's like we're sitting here visiting and we're just talking about life. You know, we're just chilling and talking about some different things. So that's going to be kind of the vibe of this podcast. And mostly this one is going to be about advice. Advice and things that I've learned along the way. Things that... You know, that my mom tried to teach me and didn't listen and found out the hard way that she was right <laughs> about a lot of things. Um, some things you have to find out on your own. 
and some things will be opposite your folks but you know it, it's all good but we all respect we respect each other anyway regardless um and this is like the kind of thing that i would tell my own daughter so that's why i've titled this advice for my daughter because what i'm sharing with y'all is like what i would share with her and my husband teases me because he says I'm like the mother of the world because I want to mother everybody. <laughs> and I hadn't really thought about it, but I guess that's true in a way. I want to take care of people and I want to take care of y'all. And I, I just, you know, I want to try to spread happiness and peacefulness wherever I can. And this is one way that I can at least try to do it. So, so yeah, today we're going to talk about some cool things. And one thing about advice, there's a lot of advice that the world will try to give you. And in my opinion, most of it is not right. You know, the world will feed you the stuff like the need to be rich or the need to be beautiful and have the perfect body or the need to have a relationship where you can't be happy or you know that kind of stuff basically like you have to pretty much kill yourself and knock yourself out and um, be miserable or you won't have the dream <laughs> and these are all things good examples of things that I want to talk about and things that it has taken me literally all of my life to deprogram and finally come to the conclusion that I don't need any of that to be happy. Those things, you know, let's talk about being rich. Okay, the world shows you all these things. You know, we watch ads for things. And, and it's like as time goes by, there's more and more things about ads and, and making money. And, and true, you do need money to a certain extent to live. I get that. And, you know, if you can make enough money to buy your food and pay your bills comfortably, then, you know, yeah. But too many people nowadays are knocking themselves out trying to become rich. And it's like a lot of us are not happy anymore with simplicity. Simplicity is a big word with me. And if you've listened to my podcast very long, you probably already know that. But I'm a firm believer in simplicity because with simplicity comes peace. Now, I don't mean, you know, scraping your teeth on the bottom of a barrel and you can't make ends meet because that's not peaceful at all. You know, that's the opposite end of the spectrum, but there is a happy medium. And I used to know a joke about that, but I can't remember all of it. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, there, there is a happy medium between the two. And that's where I believe in sitting. You know, if you have to literally just about kill yourself every day to make more and more and more money, or if you have to, you know, get out there and you can't even rub two nickels together, either one, neither one of those things is good. Being, you know, to the extreme end of not having what you need, then you're going to stress about how to pay your bills and how to eat and stuff like that. And then you can't, you don't have enough money to be a blessing to other people. 
if you're on the far end of always chasing money, 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 you forget about people. You forget about the important things like family and time with family and love and your relationships can literally wash down the drain from neglect. It's just like, you know, we talk about the garden. Whatever you water is what's gonna grow. Whatever you neglect is gonna die. And I don't know how, you know, that's just one and one equals two. That's just simple facts. You know, if you're out there watering how to make money, how to make money, then yeah, that's great. And you know, I'm talking about excessive, being excessive about it. I'm not talking about, um, you know, this might be your dream, you know, and you're, you're taking care of your loved ones and stuff like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about excessive riches, and that's what your goal is. That your goal is not about taking care of the people in your life. Your goal is not about being able just to to live comfortably I'm talking about your goal is money you know you want there's there's a difference it's a big difference and that's what I'm referring to and I'm fortunate enough to say I don't know anyone like that but I've heard stories of it and I know there are people like that out there and they're chasing the wrong thing You, you have to have balance and you have to make sure that what you're focusing on, you're not leaving something else behind. Because then it becomes a sacrifice. And, you know, is it worth that? Is it worth sacrificing your simplicity and your peacefulness in your life and your family relationships? Is it worth it for, you know, for the money? So, yes, I feel very strongly about that. And the world will tell you money, 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 money. And you have to sometimes, you know, we get brainwashed. I mean, heck, why do you think ads work so well? Why do you think commercials work so well? Because they're counting on that brainwashing. And we have to kind of take a step back and claim our own thoughts, our own mind, our own thought processes back, our own ethics and be like, no, you know that's not right and technology is great but there are drawbacks too and that's one of the drawbacks is things like that we become less and less personal and less personable and we rely more and more on tech and less and less on people and feelings and relationships and that kind of stuff bad thing about sitting outside is all the little buggies are attracted to your hazelnut mocha coffee (laughs) so that's not a good thing either (laughs) but all right the next thing I want to move along to and this is probably going to be a a long podcast because there's a bunch of stuff I want to talk about I got a lot in here (laughs) let's talk about bodies let's talk about society's obsession with beauty the need to be beautiful 
if have you ever just taken and I'm gonna I know that you know guys struggle with with um, looks and things too and but for girls and for women for too long we have been judged by our outward appearance society wonderful society gives us a standard and we're expected to live up to that standard men too you know we're expected to live up to that standard and if you don't live up to the standard then people can say all they want but the fact of the matter is you are looked at differently and I'm sorry if that sounds backwards I'm sorry if you don't agree and maybe that hasn't been your experience but it happens all the time you know we see the commercials on TV we see the magazines we see you know even the clothing industry how many of you ladies have noticed that your size is different if you if you wear the same you go back and you wear the same clothes you wore say three four five years ago whatever the clothes fit the number has changed I don't know what's up with that but I have noticed the number gets lower and lower to where you know you walk in and you're having to buy a size that might be maybe a couple sizes larger than what you have in your closet at home and so you know your self-esteem takes a plummet you know you go to shop <clears throat> and you're like oh my god I don't wear this size do I I need to diet I need to lose weight you know and our men you know they sit there and they see all these girls on TV and and everything you know what I'm talking about and we feel like we have to measure up to that to keep their attention and it just becomes you know a round and round thing and where we knock ourselves out and what do we learn from this we learn that we're not good enough we're not good enough in society standards we feel like we're not good enough for our husbands you know we feel like, you know, we can't be ourselves. We feel like we have no value unless we look a certain way. And I don't care how old you are, I've, I've seen this issue pop up in children. This should not be. This should not be. If you stand in a room, okay, say you go to Walmart or wherever, some store, maybe you're at work or something. You look around you, you are going to see all kinds of, of body shapes and types. You're going to see all kinds of hair colors, all kinds of eye color, all kinds of noses. You know, we are all different. We are not cookie cutters, cookie cutter whatever. We're not made with cookie cutters. There we go. <laughs> We're not cookie cutter people. Put it that way. We, every single person is like a snowflake or fingerprint. Everyone is unique. Everybody is special in their own way, you know, and, or you might have the experience of maybe you're at work and you have a boss that favors somebody else over everyone else, you know, and maybe it's because of how that person looks and you noticed it. And, you know, you might do a really good job on things, but you feel like you get looked over because you don't look like that. It happens. 
you know, or maybe, maybe you're a younger girl and you're at school and maybe you don't look like the other girls. And I'm going to tell you what, school and growing up, that is one of the hardest things to deal with. Your self-esteem, your self-esteem will go lower than low in a place like that because the girls who, for now anyway, are thin and pretty or whatever, some of them are great, some of them are not. Just like some girls that are heavy, some of them are great, some of them are not. You know, it's about the person, it's not about the body type. But a lot of times, the ones who do look more like society tells us we should look, they may have a tendency to make girls that don't, or the boys that don't, feel like they're less than. And I'm here to tell you, I know it's hard, because I've been there. I know it's hard listening to that and dealing with that. But some of these same people, like the ones I grew up with, when you get years down the road and life happens to them, just like life has happened to you, they're not going to be any different. A lot of them will not be the same as what you see them today. So hopefully they enjoy it now because after a few kids, after a divorce, after getting out and having to work your butt off, I mean, life happens and it changes all of us. Some of us for the better, some of us not. But what I really want to stress to you is that this is temporary, okay? I know, especially in school, high school feels like forever. School feels like forever. But I promise you, when you get out, if you hang in there, it does get better. But you have to make good choices when you get out. And that's where it, come, it makes, it can be difficult. Because you're making choices now with your friendships, with boyfriends, with different relationship issues and things like that. You're making choices now based on a temporary situation. But that choice will last far beyond the situation, if that makes sense. And I hope that it does. You want to, you want to be very careful about the choices that you make. And you don't want to, it's hard to see beyond 12th grade, okay? Or it's hard to see beyond your college years. You know, because that is everything. It is all consuming and it's all around you. It's what you're living with. But try to leave yourself an out. Try to leave yourself an open door somewhere. Try to listen to people who know more than you. Because yes, there are people who know more than you. <laughs> it might not seem like it, but there are. And some of them might be your age. Some of them might not. Try to learn to discern wisdom where you hear it and gather those little those little jewels where you can and spirit will speak to you the universe will talk to you and will help you recognize that have you ever been in a situation where say you were talking with somebody and something that was said and it just seemed like it dropped right into your spirit and you couldn't explain it but you knew that was for you that you've experienced that and if you have, you know what I'm talking about. If not, I hope that it does soon and that you'll remember this. But when, you, when it feels almost like you're having a moment, feels like you're having a surreal moment, and 
you want to grab that where you can. But I want to tell you that you are unique and special and amazing. And I know I can tell you all day long that it doesn't matter what you look like, you know, but I only hope that you will come to realize your self-worth and write your good qualities down because you have a ton of them. And don't let yourself be knocked down just because you don't, you don't have a certain look about you or you don't sound a certain way or maybe you don't like this or like that about you. Because if you spend all your time trying to change yourself so that others will accept you, you are pleasing the wrong person. You're pleasing the wrong people. If you don't love yourself, and I know this is going to sound cliche, but I don't care because it's true. If you don't love yourself, nobody else is going to love you. Why? Because people pick up on respect. Self-respect. Self-respect is important. You have to come to terms with you. With who you are. Your body type. Your personality. Your laugh. Your color hair whatever and realize that you do have something to offer to the world but your validation needs to come from in here it needs to come from your heart nobody else can validate you people can compliment you people can be like oh you look great or whatever and that's nice but you need to be happy with yourself because that unhappiness with yourself, that is what will cause you to wind up with someone that's not good for you, just so you're not lonely. You can be lonely in a relationship. Trust me, I know, because I've been there. And that's one of the worst kinds of loneliness because it's, it's like you have made your own prison and you don't know how to get out. It's a terrible place to be. Because then guess what? If something good does come along, if somebody comes along that is wonderful and that you want to be with, well, you can't. Not without maybe doing something that you don't want to do or that's going to make even further complications for you. And it's best if you're with someone and you know that they're not for you, set that person free now because they're someone else's destiny. And maybe the universe has stuff to teach them that they won't learn with you. And so you're going to have to set that aside. And if it means you spend time with yourself and your cats or <laughs> dogs or whatever, then so be it. Because, and I, I can say that because I've been there too. I've also done that. And found out that I wasn't such a bad person. You know, I, I used to have a friend. Well, I still have a friend. We don't talk a lot anymore. But I had a friend, and we'll just call him Phil. And he would tickle me so much because he lived alone. He would go out and date and stuff, but he lived alone. But he would tell me, me and Phil get along just fine. <laughs> and I was like, well, he's right. So, yeah, me and Harath, we got along just fine as long as we needed to. Because there's good things about living alone. I mean, yes, there's, it's nice to have someone that's company if they're the right kind of company. But if they're the kind of company who belittles you and shoots you down and makes you feel like everything you do is wrong, then that's difficult. 
you know, if you just feel like, you just feel like that that person is wrong for you and you continue to stay with them, that's a mistake. You don't need to do that. Now, I'm not talking about people that have, you know, everybody has um, arguments and things like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about severe um, abuse, mental, emotional, it's physical, definitely. But that's what I'm talking about. And if you are belittled every day and constantly made to feel that way, then you need to get out. And you sure don't need to marry anybody like that. And you, if you're young enough, you sure don't need to be dating someone like that. You need to find someone who will appreciate you. And if it means you live some of your teenage years just hanging out with your friends and doing cool stuff and not getting involved with anybody, then that's what you need to do. Take the time that you need. Nope, there's not a, there's not a race going on. There's no rush. Your path, your journey, your life is uniquely yours. Don't try to compare it to anyone else because you can't. That's like comparing a snowflake to another snowflake. And they're gonna, it's gonna melt before you can even get it figured out. <laughs> no, your, your lifestyle is genuinely your own. And at the end of the day, you have to make sure that you are happy. Because if you're not happy, how are you going to make somebody else happy? How are you going to be able to give and to raise that vibration and to be in that happy moment? And you might be sad because you don't have anybody to love on. You know, you don't have anybody to share your life with. And, and I understand that. I understand that too. But it's a time of waiting. And you have to be able to love yourself and appreciate yourself and know yourself so that when the right person comes along, you have a full person to offer to them, a complete person. You know, you don't have someone that has all these little broken edges and things because guess what? You've already spent time rubbing those edges out, you know? You've spent time doing some shadow work and finding out some things that you need to maybe change about yourself and also some time realizing that certain things are just fine the way they are and don't need to be changed learn to see yourself through a different filter see yourself through different eyes you know and if if you are lucky enough to have people that lift you up and that love you and that care about you and do see your worth really listen to them See yourself through their eyes. See yourself through their eyes. Because the more that you hang around that, then the more that you will start to believe that about yourself, too. So, from that, and I kind of covered the other thing I want to talk about, too, as far as relationships, because the world will tell you you have to have a relationship. You can't be alone. Yes, you can. You know, I love spending time with my husband, but I have also learned to enjoy my quiet moments too. You know, my time where I can just work on, like, um, work on my spirituality, you know, and, and my spiritual giftings, and, and just, you know, things that I enjoy doing that I don't normally have time to do, or that, you know, because we're together, we're doing other stuff. 
and the quietness can be nice. Quiet is not a bad thing. You don't have to have constant, oh my gosh, this little blue jay just came up and he's sitting right here, like not even three feet away from me. Oh, this is so cool. Okay, he flew away. <laughs> stuff, stuff like that tickles me, okay? I'm, I'm like a kid when it comes to that. I just like, it makes me want to be real still and everything and it just, I don't know. I love it. What was I saying? <laughs> Yes, I was saying that um, there's nothing wrong with being by yourself. And, you know, that quiet time, that, that's when you learn more about yourself. That's when you can grow and, and discover, discover things and pursue interests that, you know, that you've maybe always wanted to and never did. Well, when you're by yourself, you have that time. You know, you don't have to account to anyone else. You don't have to do anything for anybody. You don't have to feel like, you know, well, I have to be in here with this person so they don't think I'm ignoring them or anything like that. So learn to love time with yourself just the way you would time in a relationship. Both are good. It's balance. And the older I get, the more I learn that balance is a big deal. Because, you know, you look at a scale or a seesaw. Look at a seesaw. When you have two people on that seesaw and they are in perfect harmony, you can get it just right, it is just fun. You're both up in the air, having a good time, nobody's down too low, nobody's up too high. It's just a nice, even keel. It's peaceful. Simplicity. It's nice. But the moment that somebody else slams down on the ground and you go whoop way up in the air, then it's scary. It's not fun for anybody. And if you're the one that goes down flat on your bootay, <laughs> then you got a hurt butt. <laughs> so balance, balance is very nice. So the other thing now that I want to move on to off of those things is I want to talk about patience because patience in this world is something that we all need to work on, myself included. Um, but the more I live, the more I see that we really need to be patient with everybody. You know, you need to be patient with that driver in front of you. You don't know what they might be going through. And maybe they have to poop. <laughs> or maybe they just got a call that someone at their house is sick. And, you know, they're trying to, to get home. Or like say if it's at night and you've got someone slow in front of you, maybe they can't see very well because it's dark. Or maybe they're looking for some place that they've never been. I just had this happen to me recently. I had to take a detour in a spot that I'd never been because the road that I needed to turn onto was closed off. And so my GPS wasn't working right. And so I was having to go slow and make sure I didn't miss my turn because I didn't know where'd I go and this big black truck behind me keeps wailing on her horn honking and I was I'm I'm the kind of person I get a little nervous when I'm driving and I haven't been somewhere before it, it gives me anxiety so I already had that going and this guy honk, honk, laying on his horn and he did it several times and I finally I just pulled into a driveway random driveway 
just so he would go, you know, and leave me alone. So, you know, if he would have thought, well, maybe this person, because several people were being detoured. So, you know, he could have been kind. He could have been like, okay, you know, she's looking where she's going, that's fine. I mean, I wasn't like five miles an hour, but I was going slower so I could tell where I was. And if I could have explained that to him, then maybe he would have realized, but instead he was just kind of being a jerk. And it just made me very, yeah, it made me nervous. But, you know, but then I have to think, you know, be you have to be patient with everybody. So it, it's, a, it's a work in progress. <laughs> it is a work in progress, but it is something that I try to keep in mind. So I just had to let it go and go on with my day. But, you know, that brings us to being patient with someone when they're rude because I've known a few people like that. And I just have to think, you know, for them to act that ugly, they must have a really terrible existence. They're probably not happy at all in their life. They're probably not happy with anybody or anything. And their vibration is so low, they probably got all kinds of negative crap hanging around them. So that must be terrible. You know, and you don't know why someone might be acting rude. You know, maybe, Maybe they're having a bad year. You know, maybe they're not feeling good. Maybe they have a family member who's sick. Maybe they're going through a divorce, you know? Or maybe they're just a jerk. And in that case, the universe will deal with it. The universe will take care of it. But patience is, it comes in many forms and we have many opportunities, you know? And parents, you know, be patient with your kids. Think about like where you were at their age. If you do, you'll probably realize that they're a lot better than you were at that age. <laughs> I look at my daughter in the past, and I thought, she's really a lot better than I was in some ways when I was younger. So, you know, we, we have good kids. A lot of us, we have really good kids. And I think about some of the stuff I did when I was younger or some of the ways that I was. And I've definitely changed a lot, and I've definitely grown up. But, yeah, you, it's just... You have to be be patient, patient with them because it takes time for them sometimes to understand some things. You know, what you understand today, it took you up to this point to learn. They haven't had that experience yet. They haven't had that happen. They're still at the mindset where you were when you were their age. So try to keep that in mind that by the time they're your age now, then they'll understand. <laughs> And I know that's not a lot of comfort because then we got to wait a long time for them to get it. But hopefully at that point they will. And by then they'll probably have kids of their own and then the universe will be teaching them other lessons that we've already learned. So, yeah, be patient with everybody. Be patient with your friends, you know. And if people choose to walk away from you, you just have to let them you know and that can be hurtful sometimes but sometimes things that are good for that point in your life aren't meant to last forever yeah it's kind of like with spirit animals you have some that are, are yours like forever at least in this lifetime and then you have some that'll come and go as there are lessons that you need to learn and our friendships can be that way too 
And, you know, it could be that their path is just different from yours. And so you don't want to hold any anger or resentment. You just have to peacefully let it be. Let them be. And it's kind of like that old saying that says, if you love something, set it free. If it comes back to you, it's meant to be. And if it didn't, it never was. And unfortunately, we have to look at that with a lot of things in life. You know, not just friendships, relationships, jobs, situations, you know, things in life that can be really hurtful to let go of. Ultimately, I believe love, the universe, you want to call it God, however you term that, spirit, I'll use the term spirit for right now, um, spirit has in mind for you what's best. Your guides are guiding you constantly. And we don't always understand why things happen. But sometimes things turn out for the best. I could share a story with you from my life. But uh, I'm going to share it with you. So a long, long, long time ago, little 20-year-old me, I was married. This was my first marriage. <clears throat> yeah, it took me a while to, to get it right, I know. <laughs> but I was young and dumb and married someone that I thought I knew him well from high school, but I didn't really. Thought I did. Thought I knew everything. Thought I knew what life was about, you know, whatever. And so we got married and I got pregnant. And I, I may have shared parts of the story with some of you in an earlier podcast, but it's all right. I'll share it again. And so I got pregnant and I carried my baby to eight months. And used to be I couldn't talk about this without crying, but time really is a healer. And I have been able to come to terms with things. But long story short, the cord got wrapped around his neck. And it was around Mother's Day, actually. And I lost him. I went to the doctor, and they told me that they could not find a heartbeat. Because I hadn't felt him moving. I was worried. So because I was so far along, they wanted to see if my body would go into labor on its own. So they waited about a week. So for a week, which was one of the longest weeks of my life. And I had so many things go through my head. I would, you know, imagine that maybe I felt him or whatever. Remember, I was only 20. I was very young. And, or almost 21 by then. But of course, nothing ever happened so I had to go to the hospital and go through a labor induction and go through everything that all the other mothers went through but I did not get to bring my baby home and they did and it took me a long time to heal from that 
Well, the guy that I was with, I found out that he had some very serious mental health issues going on. Extremely serious. And I did not find this out until a couple years after that. So, there are things that would have caused harm to my little baby boy had he been around him. So even though it was sad and terrible that that happened to me, I later found out that it would have been the alternative, in my opinion, would have been even worse. So there are things sometimes that we don't have all the puzzle pieces to. We don't have the whole picture. Spirit does. We don't. And we just have to, you remember a while back, if y'all were listening, I was talking about how our guides lead us. And like, it's like a little flashlight. And we just kind of say, okay, here, you, this is your next step. They don't show the whole way ahead of us because they know if we did, we'd run ahead and we would miss this turn on the right we were supposed to take or we wouldn't pick the fruit off of this tree that we were supposed to taste. You know, we would just go for the gusto, head for the finish line and screw everything up. And I think that's why we only know what's directly in front of us. It's to keep things kind of in a controlled way for our own good so that we don't last everything up and this is one of those things where it was probably best the way things happened even though it was painful there wouldn't have been a, a good outcome for that but of the two the outcome for him to go back to where he came from was better than he would have stayed here so I always remember that and I always try to look at that. Sometimes we just don't, we just don't understand. And the long and short of it is you, you have to flow with life. You have to go with the flow. You gotta find, you know, find the currents and go with the ones that, that carry you gently and the ones that are not good for you and you have to get out and wait for the one that does. You know, and so for, here's a good thing to think about too. You know, look at humanity, just just in itself. Look at humanity. How many times have we said that, you know, like I have no hope for humanity? I've said that many times because things are just so, so screwed up. But, um, I also want to feel like there is a lot of potential for humanity. So I do, I do have a hope because in, in this way, we are very strong people, okay? Because you think about all that we have been through all our lives since we've existed. You know, you read things through history and whatever, and even just as long as we've been born. We've been lied to and manipulated. We've been poisoned in our food and our water and our medicines ever since we came into this world. Now people lie to us, politicians lie to us, people lie to us, people we trust and organizations, 
you know, and it's just, but yet here we are. And a lot of us, here we are still trying to do the right thing. Still trying to be a light. Still trying to help others. So it's not all bad. And then think about what we could have been if those things that I just mentioned, the lying and manipulation and the messing with our food and stuff like that, what could we have been by now had those things not happened? You know? So there's hope. There's a lot of bad out there, but there's a lot of good too. So that's just a little side thought that I wanted to mention to y'all. And I mentioned it before, but it seemed right to mention it here too. So I did. <laughs> but another thing that I want to remind you of is don't let other people's actions control you. You are in control of you. You have the final say. Please don't ever forget that. When you let other people control your emotions, your actions, you are letting them control your life. You know, this goes for people, abusers in the past that you've had to deal with. This goes for bad situations that occurred in your life, you know, in friendships, relationships, at work, you know, things that you have a hard time letting go of. And this is the best reason to let go of those things. Because guess what? Those people aren't thinking about that anymore. You are. <laughs> You're the one tossing and turning at night and rolling it over in your head and overthinking it. Thinking, I should have done this. I should have done that. Shame on me. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Stop. It's bad that it happened. And you got that established. Everybody knows it. You know it. Whatever. Or even if they don't know it, it doesn't matter. You know it. But dwelling on it, is it going to change anything? No. I take that back. It will change something. It'll change you in a bad way. Because you're still letting that person, that abuser, that relationship, that thing that happened at work, you're still letting it control you. You're not, you're never going to be able to move on and be your best and do your best and live the life that you deserve because that's holding you back and it is not serving you it's not doing you any good it's not helping you in any way all it's doing is keeping you tied down to the ground where those negative vibrations can gnaw and gnaw at you you know like a, a demon gnawing on a bone that's how i think of it it's really how i think of it and you don't deserve that. You've already been put through that. So that's kind of where forgiveness comes in too. And I know that's difficult. But like I've talked about, forgiveness is for you. It's to free you. It's to free your mind and your heart. Because, you know, if they're going to be small and petty or abusive or mean, <laughs> my cats want attention. <laughs> If they're going to be that way, then the universe is going to have to deal with them. And it will. Spirit will deal with them in the way that's best for them and a way that they will also learn and grow and evolve because that's what needs to happen so they will quit doing that kind of thing. But for your part in it, you need to let it go. 
because do you want them to control you the rest of your life? Because it's not going to affect just you. It's going to affect the people around you. It's going to affect your jobs. It's going to affect your, your schools that you go to, your relationships, how you feel about yourself. It's going to affect every aspect. And you've given that person too much of you already. You've given them too much of your past. You're giving them your present. Do you want them to take your future too? So try to consider that. And I'm going to get ready to wrap things up here. But I just, I want you to have peace. I want you to have peace. And that's really ultimately, I guess, why I do this. That's the way to sum it up in a nutshell. I want you to be peaceful. I want you to have peace. And the only way that you can do that is to accept yourself. There's some things that we can change about ourselves. And there's others that we just have to accept about ourselves. We have to learn to love ourselves. And if we can't have peace within ourselves, we can't project that peace outwardly either to a world that desperately needs peace. So part of finding that peace within ourselves is to learn who we are and to begin to like that person that we find. Hopefully someday you will love that person that you find because you are worthy of love. Not only love from others, but love from yourself. All right, my lovelies, that is all I have to say today. And I know it was long, but I felt like it was worth it and needed to be said. Never forget what a wonderful person that you are. You are a loving, giving, empathic sweetheart. And people will try to take advantage of you. But if you can become strong and learn yourself and know yourself and keep certain things in mind, you're going to be like a, a superhero. <laughs> you're going to be able to give that love that's so needed, but give yourself that love too. And in doing that, you're going to be strong. You're going to be strong mentally, phys well, not physically, <laughs> but strong mentally and emotionally. Hey, you go work out, you'll be strong physically too. <laughs> but you, you will have the inner strength that only comes from giving yourself a chance and loving yourself and liking who you find. So, mwah, I love y'all. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you soon.